Good evening, and welcome to the Heritage of Faith Conversations radio program, sponsored by Heritage Baptist Church in New York City, a church that is committed to proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ in an atmosphere of love. Please join us this hour as Pastor Matthew Recker opens the Word of God and then brings others, including you, into the conversation. Tonight, we'll seek to have a dialogue that will glorify God and will show how the Bible is relevant to everyday life. Our desire is to lead people to salvation in Christ and encourage believers in their spiritual growth. Join us and build up your own heritage of faith. Good evening and happy happy Resurrection Sunday. Thank you for listening to the Heritage of Faith Conversations radio program with your host, Pastor Matthew Recker. My name is Micah and I'm the Ministry Assistant at Heritage. And tonight we are going to be discussing the seminal event of all history, the Resurrection of Jesus, which occurred about 1990 years ago. If you would like to join our conversation tonight or if you want to call in with a question or a prayer request, give us a call. Our studio phone number is 929 929- Three 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 seven three nine. Pastor Matt, this morning in your sermon, you mentioned the game show Jeopardy, and you know every year on Jeopardy they have College Week where all the contestants were university students, and I love that week. Well, tonight we're actually doing a College Week here on the radio, aren't we? We are, but it's not. Je- we don't have Jeopardy questions. <laughs> no, just no trivia questions. Conversation. Yeah. About the resurrection with three amazing college students yeah. that are here with us, two international students as well as a young man from the great state of Ohio, Ohio, the Buckeye State. Are you an Ohio State Buckeye fan? No, not particularly. No. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> all right, well, it's great to have you guys with us, and why don't we introduce, if you can introduce yourself and just share uh, your your name, your first name, and, and your major, and, and that's great. We're so happy to have you guys with us tonight. Uh, Pastor Matt, thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Yanni. I go to Pace University, uh, business analytic major. All right. Wow. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Yanan, and um, I'm originally from China, and right now I'm doing a master's degree at Baruch College. Oh, at Baruch. Okay. All right. You didn't want to be in the same college as your sister. Uh, Yeah. We want to make different friends. Branch out. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Okay. Great. Okay. Uh, My name is Preston Taylor. Um, I'm a junior at NYIT, or New York Institute of Technology, around Columbus Circle in Manhattan, and uh, I major in computer science. That's great. And we're so thankful to have vibrant college students Mm -hmm. in our church, like Mm -hmm. Yanni and Yannin, Preston. And then on the other side of the glass, we have other college-age young people. We counted, what, about eight eight of them. Eight eight here tonight. (laughs) And so, wow, if there are any college students out there tonight looking for a Bible-believing church, a place of fellowship, and meet Christian friends, they can come to our church, right? Yeah. Uh, I was quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that's awesome. Well, we welcome you, and we're we're looking forward to this program tonight. We are going to dive into Matthew chapter 28. We're going to read the entire chapter together, and then we're just going to go through it and 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 ask some questions and have conversation mm-hmm. from Matthew chapter 28. And so we'll, as I said, we'll start it up. And and Micah, if you could begin the reading of Matthew's gospel, tw- 28th chapter. Sure, Matthew 28. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like the lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye. 
For I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee, and there shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail! And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped them and worshipped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city, and showed unto the chief priests and all the things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers. And said, Tell people his disciples come by night and steal him away while we were asleep. And if this comes to the the governor's ears, mm, we will set we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among Jews to this day. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubt. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in, in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. Amen. Thank you so much. Let's, let's pray as we begin our, our fellowship tonight. Lord, thank you for our Heritage of Faith Conversations program. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together tonight in the studio with Preston and Yanni and Yannin, along with Micah. Thank you, God, for this time, and thank you for every listener. Thank you, God, for working in the hearts of those who listen to our program week after week. And, Lord, we thank you for our dear sister, Miss Ginny, who I have known for many years, who loves our Sunday night program. And, uh, Lord, bless Miss Ginny tonight and give her strength and health. Thank you, God, for young listeners like like precious little Emily and Chloe who listen to us every Sunday night as well, Lord. And so we pray you'll teach us about the power of your resurrection, and we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, you know, as I thought about this chapter, I thought a good theme for this chapter is how the resurrection, the message of the resurrection is fear not. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. That's what the angel told these women when He spoke. He said, fear not ye. I know that ye seek Jesus. So fear not. And then down in verse number 10, Jesus even said to them, be not afraid. And then in the end, he commands them to go into all the world. And and the word fear is not in that, but there's naturally going to be some fear Mm -hmm. about what? You want me to to do what? Go into all this strange world world yeah. and preach the gospel to all these strangers that's that's a kind of a fearful thing too but we don't have to be afraid we can conquer fear by the power of the resurrection and i love this story because 
the lesson of this chapter, again, is, is not to be afraid. And we see, like, these tough Roman soldiers, you know, they were armed, they were trained. Mm-hmm. They were trained to fight to death. They were yeah. trained to fear nothing. Mm-hmm. And yet they saw one angel, <laughs> and that one angel caused them to freeze like an like a icicle uh, with fear. But for us, we are not. We don't have to be afraid. Mm-hmm. We can conquer fear by the power of the resurrection. I've heard it said that fear is like a contagious disease. It is binding and blinding, and it spreads, you know? Mm -hmm. Fear can spread like a disease. Or fear is like a dark room. It's where negatives develop. (laughs) Or fear is like a thief that robs us of joy. Fear is a terrible thing to live with, and we don't have to live with fear by the power of the resurrection. But, But lastly, fear is like a warning light. It tells us when something has become too important to us, it's a sign that something else might be amiss in our spiritual life. Mm-hmm. So we need to de- overcome our fears. And, and I know, you know, even as young people in college, I know you're not afraid of anything, right? That's <laughs> not true. <No. laughs> well, we all, we all struggle with fears, and especially as a young person, you're looking at this world and, and looking at, wow, what, what's happening? And, 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 you know, what am I supposed to be doing? And where mm-hmm. am I going to be going? And who am I going to get married to? And, you know, all the questions of life, and they can cause some worry and anxiety. So let's just talk about this tonight. And the first question is really this. As college students and living through this pandemic and living through COVID, do you see fear as a major problem in in your contemporaries, other your other fellow college students, and how has your faith helped you overcome fears during this time? Mm. Um, okay, um, so I will answer this question first. Yeah. Mm. I would say, yeah, fears is definitely one of the biggest things I'm struggling um, right now. Uh, my self experience of um, low grade anxiety during the pandemics mm-hmm. um, first because. Mm, I'm from another culture background from another uh, cu- country. Mm-hmm. Um, language and culture shock will be um, one major um, mm. problem and fear I had. Uh, now it's just a very minor uh, struggling, but still exists. Mm-hmm. And the second is worry about my safety in New York City. Um, yeah. Every day, um, the, the listen. Yeah. Yeah listen to this news and um, some racial tensions and hate. Um, and third is definitely worry about my future career and where I'm going to be working and of course where I'm going to settle down and also worry about my family and yeah. how to yeah, take mm-hmm. care of them. And, um, and also worried about the relationship in the daily life and how mm, I'm going to make People surrounding me happy, um, and yeah, these things used to struggle struggles me a lot. But um, one day, um, I just remind myself that Jesus loves me so much, mm. and He is Son of God. He can do everything. He He can um, even rise from the death. Everybody af- afraid of death, no, no matter young people, old people. Mm-hmm. But Jesus mm-hmm. doesn't. Um, he can do anything, and he is the person, the God who understand me the most, and he know my situation, and he is taking control of the situation, and he is mine, and I'm his. So Amen. I. Amen. That's beautiful. I remind myself how far 
I've go and Jesus is always with me on my journey. Um, and that really relieved my anxiety and my fears and, and pressures. Um, yeah. And I also know I don't have to, I don't have to pl- please everyone. Mm. I only have to please God. If mm. God is happy, mm-hmm. and my life um, will be on the right track. So yeah, that's my yeah. story. Yeah, that's beautiful, Yanni. And you know, when when we came to, I came to New York in 1984, and there was an average of five homicides every day in New York City. And then it got cleaned up, and New York City became one of the safest big cities in the world. But now it's kind of gone backwards recently, and we are hearing such terrible situations. Even this past week, that subway shooting was was horrible and horrendous. One of the worst things I've ever heard about mm-hmm. in the city in mm-hmm. the 30 years plus we've been here. So, but God is protect. God will protect us, you know. And one of my favorite verses is Acts 18:10, where the Lord told Paul, I am with thee, and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee. So nobody will put a hand on you. And I just kind of claim that yeah. for myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we have to claim God's protection for us. Yanni, did you want to share? Yeah, so uh, Yanni shared most of my fears. <laughs> um, when she mentioned you could everything. say ditto. Yeah, ditto. I realized that um, I have very similar fears uh, with her. And I, um, I can resonate... Um, Pastor Matt's um, sermon this morning about like we have physical fears and spiritual fear and mental fears and the greatest fear for everyone is like death and um, I heard about a lot of tragedies on news every day yeah. and sometimes um, I would imagine myself like those people who got killed and I got so scared because of that and I realized that without Jesus Christ everyone's life is tragedy mm. because we will all die like mm. without Jesus Christ we won't be able to reborn and we have a brand new life and um, I remember at the beginning of the um, quarantine I was actually checking the news both uh, from the China social media and the US social media mm-hmm. and these two different um, perspectives just fight a lot mm. and I was crying to my friend Rebecca um, she's my best friend in Christ and I was crying to her and telling her that my biggest fear is that I don't know where to put myself and I don't know who I am and I don't know who to believe I feel like there's no one I can believe but she called me out she said um, don't think you're Chinese or other thing you're a citizen of heaven wow. and just focus your eyes on God um, in this way, you won't be able to have this kind of fear about where to go and what to do. Um, and this helped me a lot to fix my fear. So I want to encourage um, all the young people who have similar um, problems or issues as me, um, focus our eyes on God and on heaven so that we won't be able to um, involve into all these fights and uh, nonsense we are not necessary to get involved with yeah I, that is that is so true yan and, and you said it so well the phone number by the way dear friend is 929-333-3739 maybe you're going through fears in your own life maybe you're struggling with different kinds of fears maybe it's just surface fears or maybe it's deeper emotional fears the fear of rejection or the fear of the future 
or maybe you're you're fearful of death. We have some precious counselors here tonight. Rebecca is actually here tonight. <laughs> Yannon's a good friend, and she will be here to take your call as well as others at 929-333-3739. Yes, and Preston, what would you like to say on this? Um, yeah, I think definitely um, COVID really it, it hit it home for college students uh, recently with just the fear. Um, you know, a lot of times in college, you, you kind of sometimes some college students have the mindset of like, wow, I mean, this is the, the best years. Um, yeah. You know, anything's nothing's impossible for me to do. I'm unstoppable. Um, kind of get this complex of yeah. uh, constantly um, just driving home like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll, indestructible I'll be, right. with youth. Indestructible youth. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, when COVID hit, it was, uh, I mean, it, it devastated all of that. I mean, I think it really changed. A lot of people started fearing, um, especially for their life, you know, um, you know, even their spiritual life. I don't, I think some people... Um, it helped turn to Jesus, but some people just were dark in the dark about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they weren't sure yeah. what to do. Um, and I know for myself, um, when COVID first started, I I really didn't think too much of it, like uh, many people did. But as it progressed on, it, it, it was worrisome, um, especially for my older uh, family members and people that were susceptible um, to it. And uh, mm-hmm. I know when uh, I first went back to school, when uh, they had a brief moment where we were allowed to go back, I had a quarantine for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in the first week, my uh, grandfather had passed away right after I finished my first week of quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember uh, my mom saying, you know, I'll take you back home right now. Um, we'll fly you out. We'll, we'll make sure you get to the funeral. Make sure you get to say your goodbyes. And um, I said, Mom, I, I don't think I can do it. I, I've, I've been here one week, and, and I was it was so long. It was just mm-hmm. it was felt like an eternity. And I was wow. like, I don't know if I could do another week. I, I was feeling stressed just from the first week. Because um, you were saying, you were telling me earlier, you couldn't even leave your room except to go to the bathroom, right? Yeah, I, I mean, quarantining. Yeah, you couldn't see anyone outside. You just had to be in your room, um, really just left to your entertainment. Yeah, that room. lockdown was the hardest situation for so many people. And, and you even mentioned, if I could just say real quick, is that, y- you know, the the virus was bad, but when people are locked down, and then many young people would turn to drugs and alcohol and and other n- negative uh, practices, you know, and that's even more debilitating. You know? Right. And um, I know for myself, I, I mean, it just hit me one day, you know, um, I think right after the funeral had happened, I, I was just in despair for a while, um, not being able to see my grandfather before, um, you know, mm-hmm. the service happened. Yeah. Um, but I know, uh, and this is going to sound crazy, but, and I know not everyone has this. Um, I know I've heard of something like this happening to a few colleagues, um, but I had a dream one night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just dreaming. And I can't. I can't remember the dream, but I remember at the end of the dream, um, it directed me to a Bible verse. Actually, and it's Second Samuel ten twelve. If I, uh, I'll just read that sure. real quick. Um, it said, "Be of good courage, and let us play the men for our people and for the cities of our God. And the Lord do that which seemeth Him good." And mm-hmm. it just reminded me. You know, back then, this was like an encouragement to the people um, of that time. And it, I remember, like, this could be an encouragement to me as well. And mm-hmm. I think I think it really just hit it home for me. And it, it really helped me get through the next week of quarantine. Mm-hmm. It helped me um, move on from my grandfather's pass away, um, passing. And um, I think I think it just was incredible. I mean, this verse really just helped me through the rest of the week and through the pandemic, really. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing, each of you, transparently, your own fears and struggles during this time. 
and I know God will has used you and will continue to use you to be a light of his love because as you also testify of your faith in Jesus Christ and that he is the one who delivers us from all of our fears. So let's let's look at the passage in Matthew chapter 28 in verses 1 through 6 we we see the angels speak to these women as they come in the early dawn to the sepulcher and and the angel does say to them fear not ye for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. And so that's an amazing thing. The angel tells him not to be afraid. And yet, they became afraid of, of the angel. And so, Micah, why were, why were the women afraid upon seeing the angel here? Yeah, well, whenever people encounter angels in the entirety of the Bible, their reaction is always the same. They're filled with fear. And that's why as soon as the angel appears, he always says, fear not. You know, he immediately encourages <laughs> the one who he has appeared to. So the angel Gabriel, for instance, yeah. spoke to Zechariah and he said, fear not. Your prayer is heard. And then he appeared to Mary shortly thereafter. He said, Fear not, for thou hast found favor with God. And we remember in the Christmas story, the angels told the shepherds, Fear not, I bring you good tidings of great joy. So in each instance, the reason not to fear is God. And the angel says, you know, the angel, he, he'll say, God hears you, he sees you, he sends his messengers with joyful news. And the angel in our story, in this story, um, he brings joyful news as well. The women have come to the tomb thinking that Jesus, their Lord, is dead, and they want to anoint his body. But instead, they see the stone rolled away. away. And then the angel, you know, and they're filled with fear. They're scared. And in typical fashion, the angel says, fear not. And then immediately proclaims the reason to be encouraged. He says, Jesus is risen. And what could be more encouraging than that? Amen. He is not here. He is risen. Angels do have it kind of tough. Every time they walk into a room, the first thing they have to say is, don't be afraid. It's okay. It's okay. I want, you know. but, uh, but praise God for these servants of the Lord, these uh, ministering spirits, fiery angels of God doing the work of the Lord. So I love again how the angel says, he said, you seek Jesus. That's why they didn't have to be afraid. Mm -hmm. Now, the, they didn't tell that to the Roman soldiers. They didn't say, don't be afraid. They never told the Roman soldiers. They said, good, you just stay in fear because they weren't seeking the <laughs> Lord. Yeah. But they said, you don't fear not ye. I know that you seek Jesus. So the question really here that came to me is, for those seeking God and seeking truth tonight, how can you encourage someone to seek Jesus and not be afraid to seek Jesus because he is risen? from the dead. And so, Yana, why don't, why don't we start with you? You know, how could you, you know, share with, or how do you share with others as well how to, how to seek after Jesus and not be afraid? Okay, so I want to share uh, with you guys about um, one, um, one verse that's really encouraged me. Mm -hmm. So before I even came to the U.S., um, Yanni actually came to the U.S. Uh, one semester earlier than me. And I was actually... Mm, scared of um, unknown, so I called Yanni one day. I said, uh, everything is just so hard for me. I don't know what to expect, and I don't know what to do right now. And my sister, that's this is like five, six years ago, and she shared with me one verse from First uh, Corinthians chapter two, in verse nine. It says, "But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard." Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. And um, 
that at that time I don't know what does that mean. I just feel the love from my sister. Mm. But then now I look back, um, the journey walking with um, God is just like the most peaceful and be- uh, beautiful, happy uh, roller coaster ride. That yeah. um, um, all my fear, um, they didn't help with anything. They become burden and and um, stop me from walking. But then. When I look back, I count blessings to see how I graduate and start masters, and I have um, very good friendship in Christ, good relationship. And when I'm um, scared about so many things, or when I'm worried about where to go and where to live, God always provide. Yes. Um, and yeah, He took care of you even during the pandemic yeah. to be able to go to the home of one of our church members. Yeah. And yeah. that really brought you into our church also. Yeah, How many, awesome is that? Yeah, many opportunities to see the world and uh, the most importantly to be able to serve at church. Um, and I, this is the things that I never imagined. Mm. So um, God's, God's blessing is abundant. It's, it's much better than you can imagine. Wow. So um, I think I encourage everyone to um, count your blessings when you feel down, when you feel scared. Um, and you will be able to know that God cares about you so much and there's a reason of why we exist and there are so many things that we don't know um, but God knows so we have this peace uh, in our heart praise the Lord beautiful Preston Um, yeah so I mean just thinking about how Jesus is alive today um, just really I've really thought about that and um, how he's he's risen again it helps me to um, like I said, even during COVID, it just helped me to, to calm myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I know with Jesus being alive, this also means um, that he's listening. You know, he's he's always yeah. listening to the prayers mm-hmm. um, that I have and, you know, the issues that I have, whatever might come my way, whatever school issue, whatever issue in my life, you know, maybe a financial issue or um, even a social issue, emotional, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever I have, mm-hmm. um, I know that he'll take care of it. I know he's listening to me, you know, and that in knowing that he's alive means that he was, you know, he was a human like us before. He had the same temptations. He had the same fears, you know, just as someone um, would on earth, you know, any average human being today. Um, so that really helps me to to comfort myself and know that, you know, another person that was living on this earth was just like me at one time, and he went through the same issues. He went mm-hmm. through similar problems, mm-hmm. um, and you know that really makes me think. Wow, my my life is really a blessing from God and from Jesus. Amen. And uh, Yanni, did you want to share on this? Yes. Um, um, I always imagine hmm, sh- myself sharing a gospel with uh, maybe with younger myself. Hmm. Mm. Younger Yanni probably um, couldn't understand what I understand now, but um, I would say the first step um, is I want to reach out to this person who God put in my heart, reach out to the uh, person first, because sometimes people, um, they get a little scared and awkward to reach out to people first. And this is something I try to persuade myself <laughs> to do better, to do better on, because another person might think the same. Um, so first, I will reach out to the person, mm-hmm. and then I will listen to 
this person's problem because everybody mm. got problem. I think listening is the closest thing to to love a person because um, I'm willing to take efforts and uh, spend time with the person and to understand mm, um, right. him or her better to establish a relationship because Jesus with every single person is a relationship and I want to tell my friend um, Jesus is not just a person in the picture wearing a white robe he's our best friend he's our good friend mm. um, after Jesus was raised he um, went to talk to people that, that story I don't know if everybody know about it but these two people they urged Jesus to stay with them mm, yeah. even they didn't know that's Jesus so I know that Jesus is a person everybody wants to spend time with him um, so that's something I want to share with my friend that Jesus is our good friend um, we have a relationship with him um, as the first step and then our life will have a good directory and we won't be afraid of don't know what to do yeah, yeah. amen that, that's so beautiful thank you for sharing these things you know and and dear friends maybe you need this relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and salvation you can call us right now at 929-333-3739 maybe you've been saved but you've been backsliding from the Lord even during this pandemic time you've never gone gotten back into church for different reasons perhaps this is the time on this resurrection day right isn't this a great day for people to say you know what I'm getting back into yeah. fellowship, into a local church. And we do invite day. you back to church. Come to our church as well. Heritage Baptist Church. We meet on Sunday at 490 Hudson Street. That's uh, right off the number one train. You take the number one train to Christopher Street, uh, Sheridan Square stop. Or you, if you're coming from New Jersey, the PATH train is very close. You get mm -hmm. right off at the Christopher Street stop. Or we have a Bible study hour at 10 a.m. 11 o'clock is our morning service. Again, that, that's at 490 Hudson Street. I really know there's people out there listening right now who need to be in a church and who mm -hmm. are really pondering it. Well, take it, write it down, make plans. Next Sunday, you're going to come to the house of God. Now, you might say, well, I, I need to go to back to church, but your church is too far away. Well, give us a call, and maybe we can find you a church closer yep. to you. Mm -hmm. We know of other good Bible-believing churches throughout the city. We could also steer you in that direction. So call us at 929-333-3739. How important it is to be in that fellowship with mm -hmm. other people, right? To yeah. have that fellowship. And, Pastor, as we were driving down to the radio station today this afternoon i was talking to preston and preston was just talking about how much he's grown just at the 10 a.m bible study hour so they're going through the discipleship institute the fellowship um book and he said he's just grown a ton just from that class and i think you've only been coming for i don't know a year or so yeah to that, to that group yeah i've been actually uh when i when i first got here it's about two years or so two or three years oh, okay and, um yeah I, i've really grown a lot i mean it just it opened a lot of my mind to a lot of questions that I've never thought of before and mm -hmm. things that uh, people would could ask easily all the time and, yeah. and that really makes sense. So mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of discussion in our men's adult Bible fellowship class for sure as we go through a foundations it's called Foundations of the Christian Faith and it's just basic Bible doctrines. My wife teaches a, a women's adult Bible fellowship class. We have 
and we have you teach the the, the high the school city, and yeah. the, we mm-hmm. call our city youth yeah. and so for all ages come on out at 10 a.m. for our bible study class as well heritage baptist church you can find us online at hbcnyc.org and sunday morning we meet at 490 hudson street and that's right between christopher street and grove street in manhattan the greenwich village area okay well let's let's plow on and what we'll do for this next our next question is i just would like to for you to share your hope in the resurrection and maybe a verse of scripture that you could share with us that gives you hope in jesus and if we could just hit this and then we can continue moving on um, Micah, did you want to? Sh- did you have a verse for us? Today? Yeah, um, I do. So my hope in the re- resurrection of Jesus is permanently tied to my hope in my own resurrection. You know, if the Lord tarries, each one of us has the guarantee that we will eventually die. But just like Jesus didn't stay dead, we will not stay dead. We will be resurrected to life again, and that life will be an eternal life lived in heaven in perfect communion with Jesus. So the verse I wanted to share was Titus two. 13 through 14, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, people zealous of good works. Mm. So we live with hope this Resurrection Sunday because the Savior of the world rose from the dead. You know, I like that verse. Remember the verse I read this morning? It had that word peculiar people. Oh, yeah. That's the other New Testament verse that has that word peculiar and I kind of like that because not that Christians are supposed to be like weird, but we are strangers yeah. in this world mm-hmm. because we're purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we're citizens of heaven, as Yannin said. Amen. So, Yanni, did you have a verse that you'd like to share here? Um, can we have Yannin share first? Oh, yes. Yannin? Yes, sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, I want to share the verses, Romans uh, chapter 5, uh, verse 2 to 5. Mm. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into, the, into this grace, in which we stand and we re- rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been pu- poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Uh, this verse really encouraged me because um, um, it basically let us know that um, on the earth we will suffer from different things. Um, the loss of our family members, our close friends, we will feel sad. When we get sick, we will feel painful. But all this compares to the hope that Jesus Christ put into our heart Mm. Um, with the hope we can conquer all this we can overcome all the painful things all the sufferings in our lives so that we can rejoice with sufferings but not but not like without the sufferings even we can rejoice even in the sufferings Um, I see a lot of people um, when they don't know Jesus Christ before they don't, no, they really get to know Jesus Christ. They really, they're hopeless. They don't know mm-hmm. what's the direction of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just can't help being super sad and sorrowful. But knowing Jesus Christ let us know that there is hope and he conquered death, that we will have 
um, a brand new life. We have another opportunity um, to live again with God. We can be with God forever. So this is something that we look up to um, that can help us to face the tough situation we have right now. Um, yeah, so I encourage everyone to read Romans chapter 5 um, when you feel done. And yes, I'm sure that these verses will encourage you. Amen. Those verses are awesome and powerful. Preston, did you want to share a verse? Yeah, um, my verse that I was thinking about was First uh, Thessalonians uh, chapter 4, verse 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Mm. You know that that really encouraged me. You know, it it says that people um, who don't have hope, um, you know, and that's that's usually um, through people that are unsaved, mm-hmm. um, usually don't have the same hope as people that are Christians. Um, I know that has given me. Um, a lot of hope that Jesus is alive, like you're saying before, mm-hmm. um, and also that uh, he he reigns um, throughout, which that, that gives me hope for the future. You know, even towards my death in eternity. Yeah, and uh, maybe you're going through tribulation, dear friend out there, or maybe you have lost a loved one, as this First Thessalonians chapter four says, and and you're struggling. Give us a call right now, or if you just have something for us to pray with you about, we'd love to hear from you, develop a relationship with you, encourage you in the Lord. Our phone lines are open at 929-333-3739. That, that is a beautiful number. It just has such a ring to it, doesn't it? All mm-hmm. those beautiful threes yeah. in it. 333-3739. Okay, and Yanni, did you find that verse? Mm. I know you did. Yes. <laughs> so I prayed and um, God put this verse in my heart, um, which is First uh, John 418. Mm. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Um, and this verse reminds me of um, a situation um, when I was young and I uh, I did something, I made mistake or I, I did something bad, and I know there will be a punishment um, coming on the way, and um, that fear I still clearly remember. And now this kind of fear um, is no longer related to candy, eat too much candy, or <laughs> broke something in the house. It's related to maybe a deadline of schoolwork. Uh, the bad grade it probably will be a, um, a punishment. But um, now I know that I have this big brother, Jesus. I did something wrong, and he took the blame. He took all the punishment for me mm. already. So... Um, there's no punishment is um, yes. waiting for me. So um It's exactly right. So now That's I right. only have to do for good. Um I don't have to worry about let this fear hold my back, um and make let it make me procrastinate and afraid of things. So that's something I wanted to share. Yeah. That is I love that verse. That verse is so powerful and comforting. Thank you for sharing those beautiful verses so fear not ye dear friends but seek jesus when you seek jesus you don't have to be afraid because you seek one who is risen from the dead so the women depart from the tomb they're going quickly as the angel said go quickly he is risen and so they departed quickly just as the angel said in matthew chapter 28 verse 8 and yet their their fear is mixed with joy and they're running and then guess who they meet jesus And Jesus says to them two words. He says, all hail 
Now, we might miss the meaning of that in English, but basically he's saying, rejoice. Can you imagine running along and meeting the risen Jesus Christ with the nail prints in his hands and feet? Mm -hmm. Rejoice. And so fear not, dear friends, but rejoice because Jesus Christ is risen again. And maybe again, you're in depression and sadness tonight. Call us right now at 929-333-3739. So Preston, as Jesus miraculously meets these women in his glorified body, he tells them all hail, which as I said means rejoice. How does Jesus how does knowing that Jesus is alive help you to rejoice in the trials that you go through in your life? Yeah, uh, I think I think Jesus really just having him alive and you know as to rejoice in him, um, as the, these verses say, because um, Jesus was telling these women at the time, um, you know, worship and worship was a way for um, for us to rejoice in Jesus, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's it's really um, good thing to do worship while you know you're in dark times. You know, mm-hmm. if you are having dark times mm-hmm. now, you know, it right. it's, it's helps to light the way. Um, yeah. just to see his face again. Um, and I know during um, school and after a hard days of work, mm-hmm. um, I know that really helps me, just praying to Jesus, even just mm-hmm. for something as simple as a dinner meal. When I when I get to talk to him again, um, after, you know, before the school day begins, I, I ask him for his blessing mm-hmm. um, over food and also that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then afterwards, just for thanking him for that day and also you know thanking him for food again later that day and then at the night as well before Praise he goes God. Ahead. yeah walk walk with jesus through the day in other words huh amen yeah so what we're going to do right now dear friends we're going to go to a song a song of the resurrection of jesus christ the resurrection hymn praise god that he is alive dear friends and again our phone number is open for you at 929-333-3739. Give us a call right now, 929-333-3739.
Hallelujah. He is risen from the dead. Praise God, dear friends. Jesus is alive and he's our friend. And we can rejoice. We can seek him. And lastly, we, or thirdly here now, we come to this passage in Matthew where we don't have to be afraid and we can live without intimidation because people will be against us. People will be spreading lies about Jesus and spreading lies that he is not alive. As we see, the soldiers are given a large amount of money to spread the lie that Jesus' body was stolen. Mm -hmm. And so then and even now, people in power often have a financial incentive Mm -hmm. to lie Mm -hmm. about the truth. And to lie to us, so we have to know the truth. The truth is what sets us free. So, Yanni, how does knowing Jesus, that he's alive, give you the confidence not to be intimidated by this world who lie to us about his resurrection, but we don't have to believe their lies, and we don't have to enter into their lies as well? And how how does this uh, money even that, that was given to the soldiers... You know, it provides a motivation for them, right, to spread the lie. So how does knowing Jesus give you the confidence not to be intimidated? Mm. Yes, Pastor, every day we are overwhelmed by informations and people lied intentionally or unintentionally. Um, And I think um, this case is already a case on the Bible and for us to know this is a lie. So I think there are three major lines. Um, towards Jesus. First one, uh, people deny that Jesus is Son of God. Mm-hmm. So um, that line makes people feel like, yes, maybe there is a God, but this God doesn't care about me. And that that can basically destroy everything if a person believes that there is a God, but the God doesn't care about him. Like maybe humans are just like ants and God is like a human um, he can just uh, press his finger and yeah, <laughs> stamp us out like yeah. we step on mm-hmm. an anthill the second kind of is uh, deny that humans are sinful and mm. um, people blame the system blame the uh, societies the society make people um do bad things but if a person doesn't understand the sinful nature of of himself or herself mm-hmm. um, that would be a big problem mm. yeah and the third one is um, deny there is a God there are people they don't believe there is a God mm-hmm. so what's the purpose of their life and the consequence of these three lines is ego, egoistic self-centered materialism and um drowning in this uh, current stage maybe um, something bad happened and the person will lost the hope for the future and uh, commits to drugs, alcohol and other yeah. pursuits um, but knowing that there is God and this God care about us enough to sacrifice his own son and um, he can do everything and he's the, he's the greatest God um, that will um, gave us the purpose of leaving um, and um, when I know this is the truth I, I'm not afraid of all the, all the amen. lies Amen, you yeah. know and it's true uh, there, there's so much 
they're, they're trying to intimidate us to mm-hmm. believe their lies mm-hmm. as well. And I would just even challenge our listeners to be very careful about what we're listening to in the media mm-hmm. and social, the social uh, media as well, because there's so much disinformation. There's so many lies against God, against Jesus, mm-hmm. against our own sinful human nature, you know, mm-hmm. and how we do need Jesus. And this world is not framed and established for us to, to, to help our faith. They're not trying to help our faith. We, but the ultimate truth is we can always go to the Bible, right? We can always go to God's Word. That's where we can find the truth. Amen. Yeah, I was just going to mention that, you know, Jesus himself is the antidote to deception. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know, and he said that his Holy Spirit, which lives in us, as we said, it helps us discern the truth. Mm. Absolutely. We need to discern the truth these days. So then as the disciples then meet Jesus, Jesus basically says to them, don't be afraid, but go obediently to the whole world and preach the gospel to every creature. That is so awesome. So we see three things here. The first thing is we see Jesus' claim in verse 18 when he says, all authority is given to me in heaven and earth. All power is given to me. And that's authority in heaven and earth. So Yannon, what is Jesus' claim there, and how does this give you confidence to go and be a witness for Jesus? So, Jesus um, claims that all authority is given to him, both in heaven and in earth. And this claim gives us confidence that he rules and overrules all the kings on the earth. Amen. And his authority is ultimate and final, so we can obey him with confidence. So, as a student right now, growing up, I was always required or encouraged to respect the authority, like to respect parents or professors, teachers. Um, I think it's great. Um, Jesus also commands us to uh, respect parents. And, Absolutely. And yeah. getting education is also a very part, uh, in, important part of our life. And on the way to adulting, we will have a lot of... Um, there will be a lot of authority, like our managers in the future if we started to work, or politicians, professors, parents. Um, there's authorities that can influence us. Um, but I want, but Jesus claimed that He is the ultimate and final mm. authority that over everything, over everyone and everything, which encourage us to. Um, be independently believe in Jesus Christ because all these authorities um, they can be used by devil that can basically command us to do some do uh, unethical things or unbiblical things that mm-hmm. actually uh, disobey what Bible told us. Mm-hmm. So uh, and there's a lot of example like in Book of Daniel, um, Daniel was um, was not compromise um, his faith. For anything else, and Jesus Christ Himself is the best example for us to um, hold our faith and never compromise for anything, because Jesus is the final. Um, That's right. Authority. Yeah. That's perfectly said. You know, I mean, in other words, if we honor the king, and we should, we should honor our king, mm-hmm. our president, our governor in their position. How much more should we honor our Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. So, Micah, what is Jesus' command here in verse 19, and how then does knowing Jesus is risen give us the courage to obey him? 
Yeah, this verse is what we refer to as the Great Commission. And I'll read it again, 28:19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And this is just before Jesus' ascension. And the backstory is that he had trained his disciples for three and a half years to carry on his mission once he was gone. So during his ministry, he had sent them out two by two as laborers in the field to continue the work he had been doing, miracles, preaching the kingdom of God. And he specifically sent them out to the lost sheep of Israel. Mm -hmm. Now, before he goes, Jesus expands their mission field exponentially. He sent them to shepherd the whole world. At first, this may have seemed like an impossible task. How could they possibly reach the whole world? But he gave them the power of the Holy Spirit, and Christianity spread like wildfire all over the world. And we are to take up that great commission in our day. Although Christianity is the world's largest religion, there are many more lost than there are found, and lost sheep are around every corner. And and I believe, as I said today, that our church, we take the great commission seriously. Yep. And mm-hmm. dear friends, if you're looking for a church that is seeking to fulfill the Great Commission, visit us at Heritage Baptist Church at 490 Hudson Street in Greenwich Village, Manhattan. Our Sunday service is at 10 a.m. And, uh, and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Look us up online at hbcnyc.org. And uh, Preston, so as we move from Jesus' claim, all authority is given to him, his command to go into all the world, now we see his comfort. He says, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. So explain a little bit of of that comfort and how does this help us go with the gospel? Right. I mean, just the presence of God is, like you said, it's just just a great comfort. And it it says in the verse itself, you know, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. You know, that just... That verse right there, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just resonates with me, knowing that he's going to be with me um, as always. And in Acts 18:10, real quick, um, it says, "For I am with thee, and no man shall I set on thee to hurt thee. For I have, I have much people in the city. Um, just Amen. he's always with everyone and at all times." That's my life verse, brother. I claimed that verse a long time ago, and God is faithful to His word. Micah, mm-hmm. did you want to give a last word? You know, I just think of anytime you're scared, what you really want is someone to be with you. And Jesus says, I am with you. So we don't have to be fearful. We don't have to be scared. We can go through life with joy and hope and love. And that's what the gospel and that's what the resurrection of Jesus does for me. Amen. Amen. Yanni, thank you for being with us. And Yannin, such a joy to have you tonight. Thank you. Preston, thank you for for being here. And thank you for being in our church and for being bright lights of the love of Jesus. Dear friends, thank you for listening. And have a great rest of the evening celebrating Christ. His resurrection, He is risen indeed. That's the promise of God to all of us. And let the presence of Jesus Christ be the foundation of your fearless living for the glory of God. Good night now and have a great night. Thank you for tuning in to the Heritage of Faith Conversations radio program. To find out more about Heritage Baptist Church and our service times and locations, visit our website at hbcnyc.org. We stream multiple services online each week, including 11 a.m. Sunday mornings and 7.15 p.m. Wednesday nights. All are welcome, and you can find links to participate in our services on our website, hbcnyc.org. And join us again next Sunday at 6 p.m. for another Heritage of Faith conversation sponsored by Heritage Baptist Church. Until then, rejoice in the Lord.